0: When can we talk about Bitcoin going back over $50,000? That would signal a full recovery and a healthy market. Are we now heading back in that direction? Which crypto influencer sold off $2 million in altcoins this weekend? And hey, we're going to need some body bags. Cardano founder Charles Hoskinson went off this weekend. Yes, sir. It is time now for the world of cryptocurrency news in 15 minutes or less. And I'm not a financial advisor. I'm veteran newsman Gavin Dawson. Welcome in to the Crypto Daily News.
1: Kick the tires and
0: light the fires, Big Daddy. Hey, please hit that like and sub on the way in if you have not already. That sure would mean a lot to us. Let's take a look at this coin 360, get a visual representation of our market. Find out what are we looking like on this Tuesday. Bitcoin 36 there, uh, ETH 25 and a half. It's checkered, green and red. Not many big winners or big losers, but let's investigate a little bit closer here with a look at. Winners and losers, and we have had some serious dub stacking going on over the weekend. Small wins, small losers today. It's a pretty healthy sign. Small gains over time, much more sustainable than the big rips. We'll have more on that in just a second. But, yeah, the winners... Theta's had a had a nice win here, up 14% to 7.66. T Fuel, their little brother, up the same, about 13.5%. Kusama now right around 3.65. They're up double digits, and Digibyte spiked to 9.3% to nearly seven cents. A couple of losers here: Internet Computer. uh, That name just cracks me up. They're down 3.5%, sitting at just under 110 bucks. Crypto.com's down 2%. And Telcoin is down a 4.2%. Hey, let's check out the Bitcoin dominance, if you don't mind. We'll see what's happening right here. Where we go? Oh, yeah, still altcoin season. 42.99, very strong sign. And you can see it in the price action of these coins. Altcoins moving down and up quite significantly, but gaining traction much more faster than Bitcoin, who is uh, still currently stuck in a little bit of a rut. And for more on that, we go to the fear and greed index, and you see it right there at 20. People still pretty anxious. Not quite sure yet with quite a bit of money sitting on the sidelines waiting to pounce. The time might be now, guys. I mean, listen, $36,000 Bitcoin and we're worried? Okay, I'd like to see it bump a back up, up towards greed a little bit. Let's go crypto news you can use, though. And let's talk about when the greed's going to kick in. When are we going to be heading back towards $50,000? And when can we start talking about that? We go to ambcrypto.com with the story here and... I think we're there now as far as talking about it. You know, we aren't a big technical analysis show at the time, but if you look at what's happened in the last couple of weeks, you can see we are making now higher lows. And the result is a set of stairs that is slowly moving up. And we aren't challenging to break into the mid-40s yet like we had hoped, but healthy growth does take time. And we're now laying the foundation. We're starting to build a real strong history of support in the mid-30s, and we'll head for gradual improvement They grab a quote here from Johnny Wu, a top Bitcoin opinion maker. Great follow, uh, a popular crypto trader. Quote, Bitcoin is is forming a descending, broadening wedge here. It's bullish, but there are still two possible scenarios. Green, breaking the resistance and maintain the uptrend. Or red, retest the bottom of the wedge, 30,000 or so, and then bounce from there. So again, the answer to the headline, when can we talk about a sustained move back to 50? You could talk about it now. But we are not seeing clear signs we're heading there yet. But it is building a case. And we'll see what this thing looks like in a week or so. I'm feeling pretty good. How about you? Leave a comment down below. Next headline, three on-chain indicators suggest the Bitcoin price sell-off is losing steam. Here's some more optimism for you about damn time. Okay, the story leads into their evidence by saying some analysts have predicted if the BTC USD price does not break above 40 soon, it may very well fall to as low as 20 in the coming days. Uh, a handful of on-chain indicators telling a different story. One is the uh, long-term holders and accumulation addresses are stacking more BTC. The long-term holders know what uh, time it is. They've seen this play out before, and they're jumping on it. The next one shows people are no longer selling at a loss. It's not panic selling. It's much more sophisticated and strategic selling that's keeping it in that channel there between like 35 and 37, real tight channel. And then the third one is that people are withdrawing their crypto to cold wallets and liquidity pools and staking more than keeping it available for selling. They're like, yep, got them. Look at this buy. In the mid-30s, let's pull some of that off the market. Next headline here in crypto news you can use, our guy Charles Hoskinson an absolutely eviscerating criticisms of cryptocurrency. An incredible video over the holiday weekend. Right as the crash had hurt the market, Charles said, you know what? I'm sick of this FUD out there about the crypto. And he went live from Always Sunny, Colorado.
1: It wasn't us who charged 15% to some of the poorest people in the world to move their money home to take care of their parents. It was the people who ran the old system. It wasn't us, in this industry, who charged 85% interest to lend $100 to a subsistence farmer desperately trying to survive after a drought. It was the legacy financial system. It wasn't our industry, that laundered hundreds of billions of dollars for drug dealers and evaded sanctions and participated in oil for food and all kinds of these horrible programs that ended up enriching and empowering some of the worst human beings the world has ever known. It was a legacy financial system.
0: Charles is a bad boy, isn't he? He's like, I'm your Huckleberry. This is why I believe so strongly in ADA, okay? This guy not only knows what technology the world needs when it comes to integrating blockchain, He he then does his due diligence on building a blockchain more than anybody ever. And as the icing on the cake, he knows exactly how to talk about it and get people fired up. This is the kind of compassion that baby boomers and Gen Xers talked about, right? It is a vital component for now connecting with younger generations. We taught our kids how important this compassion is. Now they live it. And it's a critical standard for being a company, a business that people believe in. And Charles is walking it strongly. He's speaking a developer's language, but at the same time speaking the TikTok generation's language, more of it.
1: And never allow them to say that ours is the industry that's the risk. Ours is the industry that's the antidote to the excesses, corruption, and nepotism that we found. This is an industry of frustration that has now been replaced by an industry of creativity and innovation. We're going to change the world. It's just that simple. We didn't ask permission. We came here and we're going to get it done together. And there's simply too many people now. The markets are simply too large. The innovation is simply too vast. It's going to happen. It's no longer a question of if, it's when, and how will these dinosaurs find a way to survive in this new order?
0: That's our man right there, Charles Hoskinson. He finished saying central banks will fade away. It's just going to happen. Your conventional legacy banks are going to fade away. The payment rails that are so nepotistic and corrupt are slow. Okay, uh, in crypto, in in business in general, I think my final takeaway on this, you know, betting on people works because, you know, they know that when when stuff hits the fan, they know how to find new solutions, okay? There are lots of great people to bet on in the world of cryptocurrency and, and blockchain. Charles Hoskinson is the one seed. Elsewhere, the U.S. plans cryptocurrency crackdown. All the major players are talking. The comptroller of the currency, the chair of the SEC, the commissioner of the SEC, and the president, Joe Biden, now. Bear with me real quick on this one, news teamers. What gives anybody in the American government reason to believe they have the answers or they should be looked at as the authority to look out for us is beyond me. They have screwed things up so bad, and it is beyond recognition of a free market, of an open capitalistic system. There is no open market. All the feds have accomplished in my lifetime is rigging an economy for the super rich, and then when it blows up in their faces, they tax the working class to cover for banks and institutions that are too big to fail. That's all we're seeing. I love Gary Gensler, the comptroller, Mr. That's that's all that's ever happened, guys. The rich keep getting richer. The middle class keeps shrinking into the lower class from C to C. To shining seas. So please don't mess up crypto for Americans. I know you won't be able to help yourself, but just I'm on the record saying you're going to do nothing but F it up. So please butt out. Crypto sports news Ed Carpenter with his Bitcoin Chevrolet comes fifth in the Indy 500. Before the race, he said today, uh, ECR Indy proud to race for human freedom, financial inclusivity, saving technology, Bitcoin development. Bitcoin's the hardest money mankind has ever conceived. There's nothing more. I'd rather suit up for. He knows what time it is. Neighborhood watch time. Why was crypto uh, Twitter calling BitBoy Paperboy over the weekend? Take a look at this tweet. Yeah, I sold 2 million in altcoins yesterday over to USDC in case we did get a bloody Sunday or Monday, about 12.5% of my portfolio. Turns out that was your bottom signal. Use it wisely. I mean, the, the, the dip, the crash, whatever you want to call it, it's gotten to everybody. Even an experienced, successful trader like Bitboy sold off in anticipation. Just goes to show you, it can get you. You can talk a big game, and you know, uh, maybe on a red day, you can finally cave to the pressure. Sometimes you just feel like it's sliding away, and you got to get out now. And it happened to Bitboy over the weekend. He got God, he missed out on 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 the big gains from. Not only Sunday, but Monday as well. Litecoin Presidente, if you've been through a whole four-year Bitcoin cycle, you're an OG. Most noobs suffer from geniusitis because they made a few good trades. Emotions take four-plus years to tame. There is no shortcut. Keep that in mind. And Peter Brandt tweeting, challenged a Bitcoin price historian to the past 10 years. Please identify a single instance when a 50%-plus correction did not lead to at least a 70% correction, uh, or when a 50-plus percent correction made a new all-time high within seven months. And cheers to you if you made it to the end of this video. Cold beer coming right up. The Crypto Daily News now available in audio-only podcast format. And remember, none of the preceding messages, financial advice. It's just news. So until tomorrow, for Will Riggs and the GD Crypto News team covering the world of crypto one Satoshi at a time, I'm Gavin Dawson.